Manimal here. It's Tuesday, February 13th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league. We're going to talk about the Rangers' new broadcast club. We're going to talk about some non-roster invites, and we're going to talk about who we think is going to win the National League. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And before I tell you where to find me on social media, let me give you the quick reminder. Wednesday. Pitchers and catchers will report, so that lets you know that we will be defending this 2023 World Series championship. The banner is getting days and just a just 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 days away from dropping and from us getting to witness its glory on opening day and get to defend that championship in 2024. If you want to hear me get excited about that, you can do that on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. If you want to Hear Texas Rangers with the boys get excited on social media. That's TX Rangers WTV. You can also find us on the World Wide Web at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. And joining me tonight, today, today night, the 300-pound animal, just, just him today. It's just us two. Just no, the two no, of us? No fam today. Uh, no fam. Jesse's over there, but that's it. The 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Can you feel the excitement in the air? Football's over. It's baseball time, baby. Yeah, we can we can make it if we try. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, tonight is uh, – it's like, you know, Tuesday night. Tonight, it's like the kid before Christmas, you know. You know, mm-hmm. spring training starting uh, Wednesday morning. Valentine's Day is uh, is it's a big day for for all of us, but not so much for you know yeah of course for the 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 love with the misses and all of that stuff, but you know that means that spring training starts and mm. that's that's almost as exciting as uh, um, the the other Valentine's Day portion Man. of the day. So, um, but yeah, no, hey, I'm I'm doing good. We're getting close to baseball season. It's starting to feel good. You like you said, six weeks or less now till that banner hangs at Globe mm-hmm. Life Field. Until they make a new Ranger Stadium and then they just move it on over there. And we're finding out now that the world did not end because the Rangers won a World Series. They're gonna they're gonna defend that thing. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to the the start of the title defense. Coming up, well, I mean, basically, with today, it's kind of Tuesday's show tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't be more excited. It's kind of like, again, you know, we kind of did the the Super Bowl edition 
Um, but man, it was great. Now we are on the other side of that and it's time, man, it's time to, to embrace professional baseball as we know it. It is, it's our time front and center. And, uh, you know, you know, I'm embracing it over there on the social medias. Oh, tell them where they can. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs, Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300 and both Facebook and TikTok at Bull Pro. So. You know, whatever your favorite platform of the social medias are and whatever you want to see me talk the most baseball on, you know, find me over there and we'll uh, we'll start talking baseball together. And uh, I got to let everybody know before we get the show started that today's show is mm-hmm. brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling, who will be back at Martin House Brewing Saturday, March 24th for a big show. It's the Hell's Half Acre Tournament. We've been telling you all all week since we've for the last couple of weeks now, it's a big it's a big battle royal followed by a couple of four way dances with a, a tape fist match for the winners and um, the winner of that battle royal waiting for him at the very end for a uh, for a winner take all match and the winner of the match will uh, earn that right to challenge Dante Leone for the Tex Trinity River Heritage Title and then that'll happen at a fur- at a uh, a date down the line probably in may at the south side preservation hall but we'll get to we'll get to that when we get there uh as for now it is just uh march 24th a couple of weeks away right before like we were talking about baseball season six weeks away martin or uh matt war pro at martin house is five weeks away come on out get you some starry's ice cream there will be food on site and There'll be all those great brews from Martin House Brewing. So come on out for a big night of wrestling, a big night of beer, and a big night of uh, uh, ice cream. Man, oh man, oh man. Gosh, I didn't know I was going to be this excited for the show today. It just didn't hit me till I started doing the intro. And I'm sure you can hear a little bit of pep in my step. It's a, it's like, I gotta, we gotta, I gotta work tomorrow. But I don't well, know if I'm to go to bed early. Baseball will do that to you, though. I'm so fired up, dude. We had so much fun last year. And to think that, like, it's upon us again. It came so fast. Let's win another World Series just for the sake of the shorter offseason. It makes it happen just boom, like, right away. Oh, yeah, because the day after you win the World Series, you start talking about 40-man additions, guys that are falling off that were free agents. Everything goes on in a real snap period of time. I mean, literally minutes after the Rangers won the World Series, they're announcing that Jose LeClerc and Andrew Heaney have signed their player options to come back, or um, LeClerc's may have been a team option. But anyways, uh, you know, it starts happening real, real quick after the World Series, and, uh, you know, there's nothing more fun than – uh, talking about baseball all the way down to that very final day of the season and then turning right around and getting into the off season and uh, you know things happen fast uh, right after the season ends man I'm so stoked I had no idea I was gonna I mean we I was just over here just plodding through it uh, well yeah you know the warm-up like, and the, I mean man yeah it's like you know baseball gets it gets on you real quick and once it's on you, it's time to go. And uh, I think we're at a point now where we're kind of like, let's go, let's get, because this will be the last show that we don't talk about, 
you know, news and notes from spring training. And then what, a couple of weeks after that or 10 days after that or whatever, they're going to start playing games and we'll start having box scores again. And, uh, you know, we'll round it right back into the show that it's been, you know, the last year. Man, gosh, man, I'll, I'm just, I'm so pumped, man. I can't even, man. Okay. So um, let's, let's do what we're here to do besides talk about how excited I am. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm not done. I mean, literally like, the next show we do, we're going to be talking about what's happening at spring training. That's right. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> That's so great. No, it seems like we were just, you know, in, talking for an hour plus about the Rangers winning the World Series. And here we are, you know, I mean, once you get past the holidays and, and you get through the, uh, the 100 days of January. Right. You know, it gets real quick. It gets on you real quick. And so far, so good in DFW. We've had a pretty light winter, so it makes you think about baseball a little bit more. And and this coming week, you'll start seeing uh, college baseball pop up and high school baseball will start playing tournaments. And, uh, you know, last weekend they had uh, Dallas Carter. And I can't remember who, who they played, but they were out for um, an HBCU high school game at the ballpark or at Globe Life Field. And uh, the next in the next coming weeks, they've got three weekends in a row of college baseball. Um, I know that Frisco at the Rough Riders ballpark or the Dr. Pepper ballpark is going to be hosting a weekend of really good um, Division One baseball. And, uh, you know, and before you know that, we'll be. We'll be talking box scores about the Rangers. Man, it's like right around the corner. I can't wait. Yeah, high, I know high school baseball is starting. I know college is starting. I know some of my the kids I used to train um, are, you know, in college now getting to play some ball. And I've been seeing their stuff on Facebook and all that. So, well, let's let's talk. Uh, let's do the last one before spring training. Let's do the thing. So. Let's, yeah, we got some free agents assigned today, and yeah, uh, around maybe the- while we were talking about Ludacris last night, they oh, might have been signing. Man, well, speaking of that, um, I think the biggest name to hit to get signed uh, since we last spoke, which was I guess yesterday, but I think we didn't talk about it. But uh, he snuck through. But uh, Yasmani Grandal, um, uh, one of the best, you know, at one point one of the top catchers in the league. Man, Pittsburgh is really putting together an interesting team. Yeah, and you know, they're one of those teams a couple of years ago. They drafted Henry Davis, and he was a catching prospect from Louisville, and you were kind of, you know, wondering on how his timeline was going to be. And then he kind of shifted to right field and had some real success out there and made it to the big leagues as a right fielder. And I think they're going to try and run that route, and that's why they've brought Yasmani Grandal on is to, t- to fill that role at the catcher's position and, and keep Davis in the outfield. While um, wh- one of their catchers is going to be out the whole season, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So they were, they were trying to pivot um, and not, and continue to, you know, keep Henry Davis in the outfield. Yeah. So. Yeah, but my- Grandal, I mean, like, five uh, years ago, he was the best catcher in baseball. Yeah, and, no, it didn't. You know, he, didn't like- he wasn't awful with uh, the White Sox, but he definitely didn't live up to that contract. And, mm-hmm. you know, now he's on a one year with, uh, you know, a team that's trying. And when we talk about the uh, National League a little bit later, we'll talk about are they are, are they going to do enough with their with their effort to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I, 
I think there's a lot of teams kind of doing the old, I know it sounds funny, but it's kind of like the old college try, um, you know, like they're, they're making an effort, but they're making an effort. Like what I would call like in a, in that, that um, mid market kind of, Make oh, definitely, buy, definitely. And Pittsburgh and tickets, you know, uh, but they're not making an effort quite like a, the bigger the bigger market teams do. But these teams, man, the the Pittsburghs, well, Pittsburgh. the Minnesotas, the Milwaukee's, um, even in some case Miami, um, you know, these these teams still can make waves. Well, yeah, and Pittsburgh's also counting on former first-round draft picks and, and top international mm-hmm. signings to become those superstars in Henry Davis, O'Neal Cruz. Um, and then they've got uh, Brian Harris at uh, third base. And, you know, they've got some good young players, so they're kind of relying on these um, mid-market free agents that have been there. They've done it. They're good players to kind of help those guy, those budding superstars become – the uh you know the team that the 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 pirates are trying to put together and i think they've made some really nice moves and they're going to be competitive and that central is kind of up for grabs with milwaukee kind of you know not really completely selling but not uh you Mm -hmm. know not keeping everybody together and uh you know cincinnati may still be another year away who knows what the pitching that st louis brings in is going to do for them and then pittsburgh is right there on that you know that cusp of hey we were pretty good last year for a half season let's see if we can put that together for a full season you know chapman benar in the back end of the bullpen uh, they added another guy today, Connor Sadzak, who was a re- former Rangers farmhand, who's had a little bit of success lately in the uh, big leagues. And we'll see if he uh, makes the team and ends up, you know, helping that bullpen as well. Yeah. So Pittsburgh doing some things, doing some things. Um, some other names of note uh, on this current. Another Ranger farmhand. Well, okay. T- talk, take it away. Yeah. Um... At one point, the number one prospect oh, in all of baseball. Um, yeah, no, uh, we're talking about Jerks and Profar. Jerks and Profar signs a one-year deal with San Diego today. It looks like the, the deal's for $1 million. It's up to two point five if he can hit his incentives. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's a bounce back in a familiar place for a guy like Profar, who I think I read today he's 29 years old. So... It's not like he is, uh, you know, an old man by any means or, you know, so there's no reason to believe that Jerks and Profar can't get it together out there in San Diego, especially, you know, playing there before, having a little bit of success there. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully it happens for him because I always liked Profar. I thought he made a dumb decision. Uh, what in like 2015, whenever he didn't get shoulder surgery and ended up missing. 15 and 16 because he ended up having to have the shoulder surgery in 16 so it, it really kind of to me derailed what he could have been with a with derailed what he could have been with the rangers and ended up you know being kind of that sign that like it's time to move on from this guy and that ended up you know kind of hurting him whereas he was kind of fast tracking to be a top second baseman in the big leagues to where now he's kind of a utility guy yeah yeah, it's um, oh, weird, weird. Pro- profile the decisions we make when we're young, right? 
Right. Profar was the name, you know, like he was the name, like he was the guy that, um, that we are all expecting to become like the next guy, you know? It's yeah. He was supposed to be a superstar. He came up to the big leagues, hit a home run in his very first at bat, had a really good stretch with the Rangers, um, you know, and then just, uh, you know, spent the next year at AAA and didn't really kind of find his way back onto the big club. And then, you know, next year he kind of turned into a utility guy to keep his bat in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. So Profar signs. Um, and then Ish, I guess the next one, uh, you, we brought him up. Amir, Amir Garrett gets a, uh, signs. Yeah. Early I mean, contract. I mean, we, we as pro wrestlers will always have time on our program for a guy that was willing to fight a whole team. <laughs> we will always have time. So Amir Garrett, you know, like I thought, you know, maybe a guy that could get a big league contract, but I could see him on a big league con or on a big league club for sure. Uh, in and San Francisco's, you know, if he can get, if he can get it together and pitch anywhere close to what he was, early in the year last year for Kansas City, he can make a big league club. You think, did, did we talk about Spencer Turnbull? Does that do anything for you? Uh, you know, it used to be a really top, pro, uh, like, a, like I think he was like the number one prospect for Detroit a handful of years ago. Uh, he's getting a major league deal, so, you know, Phillies are, probably- you know, Phillies are trying to shore up the very back end of that bullpen or the very back end of that rotation, and, and Turnbull's not the most awful player that they could have in it. Right, right. Um, the last one, um, man. The old speaking of the old college try, Seattle tried to sell some sell their fan base on this guy last year as if he was two a, years ago. Two years ago, okay, as if he was a valid replacement. Uh, Jesse Winker gets a money. Yeah, replacement. yeah. Winker, two thousand twenty-one. He was an all-star. He was on the fast track. <laughs> shooting star in the big leagues and then he had a little bit of regression in 2022 the the mariners uh um um uh they had uh the, they had an opportunity to maybe fill their second base role with abraham toro and send him to milwaukee mm. couldn't get it together with milwaukee and um it ended up being you know one year with milwaukee and uh he ended up getting a, a, a minor league deal today with the um, Washington Nationals. So um, he'll be looking to play alongside Joey Gallo in that Washington Nationals uh, um, outfield. Man, we played Washington in a series last year. And, I mean, they're not – if they're young players um, – in starting pitching can perform, um, they could be a decent team. I mean, their bullpen is, is really good. Um, their young players kind of have that, have that kind of, they've got some good players as far as like up and coming, but yeah, yeah, I agree. CJ Abrams, they made some deals. I mean, the, the, they're, they've got stuff coming back or they had stuff got, come back from Soto. That's good, the good players. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Washington, I don't know that it's this year. They're probably still a couple of years away. Right. They've still got pitching questions, but the bullpen is good. So, you know, this is probably a move to, hey, what, what's it hurt? He's on a minor league deal. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't hurt anything at all. And I think this is a this is a quality move from the Nationals, and hopefully they're able to get Jesse Winker with limited pressure on him playing, you know, there to uh, back to the player he was whenever there was limited pressure on being a Seattle Mariner. Sure, yeah, and and you know the talent we know the talents there. So, um, well, speaking of speaking of talent. So the Rangers have uh, finalized what they're going to do as far as the talent they've got on their broadcasting team. Uh, Yeah, you know, um, CJ has been here since I believe like 2016 when when Tom Grieve went to mm part-time and they released Busby, who I really liked the Tom Grieve, Busby. It was was fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Busby was, you know, he was an old ball player that was doing play by play. So it was, it was fun with him and Tag on the broadcast. They go to Dave Raymond, they go to CJ Nitkowski, and, and CJ took a job closer to his house in Atlanta this year with the Braves. And the Rangers are kind of putting together broadcast teams. It's all guys that we've seen in the broadcast booth together or, or before, um, with the exception of Jared Sandler, who we've heard on the radio broadcast when he did a really good job last year, uh, taking the reins for Eric Nadell while he was doing, uh, or while he was getting his mental illness back together, uh, last, uh, spring. Mm-hmm. So, um, the three guys that the Rangers are going to go with that are former ball players, all three played with the Rangers at certain points in their career. I would say the most uh, notable Ranger of the group would be David Murphy. And then you've got uh, Mike Bassick and Dave Valley as well. And then you're going to have Dave Raymond back on, on uh play by play. And then when he uh, has, weeks off or a couple of series off or whatever you'll have uh, Jared Sandler on the uh, play-by-play oh excuse me the play-by-play and then it'll be a mix of Bassick, Murphy and Valley and then uh, Emily Jones will be back for another season and then uh, Leslie McCaslin will also be back so um, there'll be some you know mostly continuity with Raymond and Jones and McCaslin but then you'll get to, you know, see a little bit more Mike Bassick this year. Um, hopefully Dave Valley does some more games. I've always enjoyed um, him Dave with Valley. Dave Raymond. And then I like Jared Sandler. I think he uh, he loves the Rangers and he's good at what he does. And he does a good job on the uh, post game shows. And he has tons of patience answering all those questions that he takes from Ranger fans that, you know, I'm in the patience that he has and that he's able to listen to some of those questions and be like, I don't, you know, like, you know, maybe not, you know, go too deep, but, you know, like, uh, you know, not lose his uh, sanity. So, (laughs) um, but it it looks like it's a fun team. Uh, You know, I'm not a huge Mike Bassick fan, but, uh, you know, he's been around a couple of years now. He's a local celebrity kind of with the uh, radio show, and he was on the ticket for a while before um, he made some Twitter remarks that got him, got him fired. He apologized for him, uh, got another chance with the fan. He's been working the pre- and post-game show the last several years. So, you know, um, let's see what he can do up in the booth. And, you know, worst-case scenario – the Rangers are change, maybe changing broadcasts altogether next year um, on a new TV station. Um, we've we've seen a lot of Murphy and 
you know, you know, not not the best, not the worst. And Dave Valley, like I said, like him. And so it'll be a fun year in the broadcast booth, and we'll see what uh, 2025 brings the Rangers as they, uh, you know, either move on from Valleys or we could see a lot more of the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be fun. And again, you know, a lot of these guys are like, you know, are we're always going to have a frame of reference with this broadcast team because, you know, they're the voice of the World Series champions, no matter what. Like the first World Series champions in the history of the team, like guys are these these guys and gals are the voices that we were hearing all year long, uh, minus, you know, CJ. But I'm glad he got to be part of that, too. And, uh, you know, personal favorite, it's got to be Dave Valley. Absolutely love uh, the way he calls the game. So let's jump into this. These non-roster invites. Can we start with the pitching? Because well, what, I, what I did, what, what we were doing was, uh, you know, the Rangers are going to have four open roster spots as, um, um, as soon as the as spring training uh, approaches. So once they, they start spring training, they'll be able to put four guys on the 60-man DL. And we're just going to give you – I got six guys here mm-hmm. that I think could possibly uh, get one of those roster spots um, as, as we approach the season. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump – let's <laughs> – pitchers. That's the ones I want. Okay. A lot of good names. So mostly – they're mostly all pitchers. Okay, uh, good. The first one on the list, Diego Castillo. Yeah. Um, a guy that we talked about when he was signed, a guy that uh, has had success as a setup man in the big leagues before, um, had a bad season last year here on a non-roster, could be a really important piece for the Rangers bullpen as we get closer to the start of the season. Um, the second guy on there that I think could, uh, could give himself an opportunity or put himself in a position to get a roster spot as we get closer to the regular season is Jason Shreve. He's a left-hander. He's kind of similar. Um, he doesn't throw as hard as Brock Burke, but he's got a good slider um, and and has good extension. He's a guy that, uh, you know, I'll be interested to see how he does at spring training to see if he can make the team. Another guy that was with the club last year, I don't think he ever got fully healthy, yep. and that's why he ended up at Frisco and Round Rock for most of the year, and that's Danny Duffy, a guy that's proved it at the big league level before. If he can get back and he can get healthy, I think he's a guy that may be able to help this thing as we go on this year. Um, the fourth pitcher on this list that I've got here is uh, Jose Urena. He's a, a former starter. He's got big league experience. Uh, once upon a time was a, a really, really top prospect. And uh, he's had success in the big leagues before. Um, let's see if he can get that back together. And he might be a guy that might be a candidate for the bullpen um, because he does have a good um, off-speed stuff that moves quite a bit. And then uh, the last pitcher on my list is Shane Green. Shane Green has been a good bullpen piece in the past. He's a little bit older, but, uh, you know, he's coming to camp on his, on a non-roster invite, but I definitely think he could make the team out of the bullpen or maybe be one of those guys that helps with depth early on uh, in the rotation. Well, let's not forget, David Robinson is going to be 39. Kirby Yates is going to be 37. You know, um, Max Scherzer is going to be, you know, 40. 
Jacob deGrom, 35, 36. Like, you know, these guys, just because they're a little bit up in age, especially because they're bullpen guys, man, they could fly. They could they could be back to maybe healthy, might have a little bit of whatever they lost. They, they These guys get that back. Um, I honestly would love to see a couple of these guys, even especially like Danny Duffy, because he hung around with the team so much last year. And we were all kind of hoping he was going to get uh, be able to kind of um, and be a part of the team. He just couldn't get his command. Um, you know, I, I think I have a lot of optimism around these guys because, again, veteran pitchers, man, sometimes these guys just go through stretches, especially bullpen guys, even starters, though, where they're just – things aren't working out for them. If they can hang around long enough to get the – kind of get it back, they can come out and, and be real contributors for a team, uh, you know, that's – that that has something going for them like the Rangers do. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, there's other young guys in the system too right. that could be that type of player that makes the team. There could be an Owen White or a Zach Kent or a, um, a Jack. Well, those guys are already on the roster, but you know uh, Wyatt Langford, Jack Leiter, um, you know other guys, Emiliano Toyota, who may come out of nowhere. But I, I would I would highly doubt it. But you know what I'm saying in that case too. That could take one of those 40 man roster spots. And from a position player standpoint, I mean, the Rangers are bringing Matt Duffy into camp. He's the type of guy that could make a ball club. I, I agree. I agree. Especially if we find that, you know, Josh Smith's hitting uh, doesn't come back around or you see something of that nature. Maybe some of the other younger players don't quite, you know, click the way that we want them to. Um, a guy like that could be a major asset just because of the versatility uh, that he brings to the table. There's some other guys like that uh, on these non-roster invites, but man, I think the Rangers made some good decisions. And, you know, we, we talked about this off air. Uh, we brought him up yesterday. We talked about it off air. He's not on any of our stuff, but I also wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jake Odorizzi get a, get a crack at this roster too, considering we traded for him last year. We had hopes that he might could be kind of that number <laughs> starter guy that uh, kind of, Dane Dunning slash um, uh, Cody Bradford kind of took. And then obviously Dane Dunning might have made a, might have been a career changing situation for him, but you know, it would be, not, I mean, I think he might be another guy I'm seeing uh, get to come take some reps with the Rangers. Oh, if he's, if he's, if, if the Rangers are a team that he's done that or, or on their kind of radar, but we were interested in him last year. We thought enough of him to have him on the team. Um, was very disappointed to see that he wasn't going to be uh, able to contribute. So, you know, maybe let him come uh, come to spring training and uh, see if maybe he's got uh, his health back and maybe he could be a contributor as well. Yeah, and if he's willing to come here on a minor league deal, that might be the case. Um, I don't know how much value he's going to have um, on a one-year deal, but maybe somebody would have that kind of, uh, you know, uh, trust in him being a veteran pitcher that they might give him a one-year deal that's incentive-friendly to come to – or, you know, to to be on their roster. Uh, not 100% for sure, you know, but uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked um, if somebody brings him to camp for sure. And I wouldn't be shocked if someone signs him on a one-year prove-it deal. Right. I, I mean, and I would – again, I wouldn't mind it if it was the Rangers just because, like I said, he was he was supposed to be part of this thing last year. Like, he was a guy we were excited to make a contribution because he was bringing starting pitching depth 
to this team. So again, um, you know, just a random thought that I had after seeing that he's kind of, we've been kicking his name around a couple of days. So, um, and, and, you know, the other thing you brought up a lot of the, the minor leaguers and some of these younger guys, I think a couple of these guys are going to take, take a spot kind of like we saw with Bradford last year. I think there's going to be a couple of guys and then kind of in a way done. I mean, I know Dunning, Dunning really wasn't hundred percent proven, until last year, he was kind of fighting it out with Raggins. Um, but I think a couple of these young players are going to come out there, and they're going to take, they're going to take one of the, one or two of these roster spots, and they're going to break camp with the team. Uh, obviously, we know a couple of guys that we kind of want to see do that. Maybe a, you know, an Owen White or a, um, you know, Wyatt Langford or uh, one of these two bullpen guys. Mark Church, Antoine uh, Kelly would love to see one of these those guys do that. And again, these Grant Wolfram, Grant Wolfram, these would be guys you'd be familiar with if you'd have been keeping up with our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things Rangers, minor league. Did you like that segue? Um, in the system, we should be uh, getting another one in the bag as of tomorrow. So another show should be dropping uh, midweek this week. And, uh, man, we're just covering everything that we can from uh, top 10 position players and top 10 pitchers, uh, left-handed, right-handed, and bullpen in the system. We've already done uh, all of the pitchers in the system, uh, top 10 list, left-handed. Under position players. Yep, and now we're going to get to position players. We're also going to go around uh, each farm system and talk to you about their position players and, and who they've got. In that regard, it's going to be fun talking about Frisco because I think you're going to see some some players there this year that you definitely didn't see last year. And, uh, you know, <coughs> with camp, with Sorry. Frankie Camp and a lot of the these guys that are going to get non-roster, you know, got the non-roster invites, have a chance to go and play with the big league roster in spring training. As these guys start to go back down, uh, the minor leagues will start to kind of form a little bit more. And it's going to be fun to see who's going to break kind of minor league camp uh, with these teams. And we'll definitely be talking about that as, as it kind of comes together. A lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff to talk about on there. So go to check us out on the World Wide Web at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Roll one word. Or you can go to our Spotify page and you can subscribe there. You can make us your one stop for $1.99. You can make us your one stop shop for all things Rangers, organization-wide. So go check it out. Subscribe today. And thank you to all of the extra subscribers we picked up that jumped on the bandwagon during the offseason. Well, yeah, about yeah. That, it, it's, been, it's been a bunch of fun to do these shows all offseason. And I know, you know, we're, we're just around the corner. We got, what, six more weeks before we're going to start having, having – um, down east and hickory and frisco and round rock we're gonna have box scores we're gonna have guys that are performing at that minor league level and we'll get a chance to really showcase these prospects that we've had not just on our top 40 but our 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 guys that we've talked about uh you know whether it be starting pitchers throughout the organization relief pitchers throughout the organization or even the position players as we're getting to now. And man, I have a bunch of fun doing it. I hope you're having as much fun as I have doing it. And, and, you know, we think everybody that listens to the, the Texas Rangers with the boys show and a big thank you to the people that go above and beyond and, and, and listen to our, 
our, our highlights on some of these good young minor league kids in the system. Absolutely. It's so much fun. I'm having a blast, but man, it's, I mean, it's just wild how it's here and it's going to get serious, man. I can't wait to find what guys are going to be playing uh, at what level. Once we kind of start to see these rosters come together, it's going to be really exciting to find out what who's going to look like. And Wyatt Langford. Yeah. That's going to be the big, that's going to be the news. Everybody's watching. I mean, we know Evan Carter's got a roster spot now. We know he's going to be at the big league level on March 29th or whatever when they open with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. But man, we got we got Wyatt Langford to think about. We've got all these great young starting pitchers that are getting close to being ready to be at the big league level. It's a, it's a bunch of fun to be a Ranger uh, fan right now and a, a Ranger prospect fan because, good lord, the Rangers. I mean. Third best, third best uh, um, farm system in Baseball America, or rated by Baseball America. That's a that's a big uh, compliment to what the Rangers have done, and you know not just CY, but what they started with with John Daniels and what they've continued to do with CY. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, we're going to talk about our National League predictions for 2024 you know i love predictions but i mean is it even worth doing i mean don't we all know what the outcome is going to be uh in the yeah well we got to know who the rangers are going to play right yeah isn't it a foregone conclusion um at this point the billion dollar off season uh isn't it a foregone conclusion that the dodgers are just gonna just run away with this thing not so fast I think there's teams within their division that can give them fits. And I think that there are teams within a, within the National League that can give them fits. I think the Dodgers are going to have to still get healthy in their pitching staff. you got to watch guys in their pitching staff that are injury prone. They're still going to be waiting on starters just like the Rangers. So we'll just kind of see how their health issues go. But I mean, I would be shocked if they didn't win the national league West. I would be, you know, I mean, shocked for sure, but that doesn't always equate into world series appearances and, and world series championships. No, no. I mean, if you're starting pitching rotation, isn't short up going into the season, it's, it's going to be a hard thing to just say, Hey, you're going to walk out. You're going to run away with it. That Yeah, it's, it's going to be really right now one of the question marks that I have with the Rangers when we talk about them tomorrow. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, let's go east to west. Um, in the east, you know, we've already covered all of these teams. Uh, I, I think it's pretty much a, a consensus that we're really looking at Atlanta, Philadelphia again just because of the amount of talent that's on that team. So uh, before we go wild card, I'm, I'm just going to make it a real simple one. I think Atlanta comes out of the East with that division. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with you. I think uh, Philly is going to be um, maybe a little closer than they were last year. Maybe Atlanta doesn't have such a historic um, offensive season this year. But I think they're still going to have a pretty, pretty good one. And uh, I would be pretty shocked to see it go any other way than Atlanta. But, you know, weirder things have happened. 
and uh, there's some interesting teams in that division. You got Philadelphia, who's interesting. The Marlins, who they haven't done a whole lot this offseason, but you know they're not uh, they're not bad. They did just get Nick Gordon to play second ba- or shortstop for them, so they'll have um, a rise in uh, Chisholm and uh, um, Nick okay. Gordon okay. up the middle. Okay, we covered the division. Who you? Oh. Oh, yeah, definitely Atlanta. All right, Atlanta's in the east, central. All right, man. Now, this one, let's let's wait on that one. That one's going to be the most fun, don't you think? I think so. Let's go out to the west. Go to the west. Because I think it's a, it's a two-team race that may not be um, – it, it may be like Seattle Slough running the derby. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Dodgers, man. Yeah, Dodgers for me too. Um, yep. But I, I like Arizona. I, I think they'll probably be a playoff team. Yeah, I, and I bet once we get to wild card, we're talking because uh, we get what two wild card teams really? I mean, is or is it but three? Right? There's three and one. Three and yeah, two teams get buys and one division team plays okay. a wild card. All right, so NL Central. Oh man, this is a tough one. I think this is the toughest one because you now we could. We can do the whole, this is what we got going. I'm going to just go Chicago Cubs. Um, I think they're going to probably bring back, uh, old boy. Bellinger. Bellinger. And I think um, Milwaukee maybe too ma- made too many changes. I, I still wouldn't be surprised to see Milwaukee sneak in the playoffs, but I'm going to go with the Cubs. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to look at the youth there. And I like the uh, De La Cruz kid from Cincinnati. Yeah. They've got a bunch of good young players. Yep. They went out and got some some rotation pieces to help eat some innings this year. Um, I think that Cincinnati is going to win that division. I think St. Louis is going to be um, right on their heels. I think bounce back season from Arenado. I think their pitching is going to be better. They're going to eat innings. They've got a good bullpen. Uh, they kind of unlog jammed their outfield a little bit with O'Neill going to Boston. So I think uh I think Cincinnati first, St. Louis second, and I think Pittsburgh might be third in that division with Milwaukee and and Chicago finishing it out. Okay, so we've got <laughs> we've got uh and I Cincinnati was a tough one for me too. I I like that team a lot, especially when since we got to see them uh firsthand. Um so there we go. So we've got our picks for the for the division. So let's go wild card. So for me, I'm going to definitely go Philadelphia uh, for sure. Uh, Arizona, I see Arizona coming back and making it. And then as far as my third wild card team, I don't know what it is. Um, I man, this is a tough one. Let, let me get. I got my two. I got two so far. I got Philadelphia. Okay. Well- Eric. I got three. <clears throat> Who you got? I got three for sure. I, I think Philadelphia and Arizona are both going to make the playoffs. I think both teams improved enough this offseason to to make the same run that they made last year. And I think that the third wild card team is going to be St. Louis. Mm. So St. Louis comes back, puts it together, and does what they always do, and that's reload, develop talent. And, and just, you know, they just don't have very long. Yeah, I think they're going to get uh, 
Um, good defense from that left side in Arenado and Wynn. I think that Nolan Gorman's going to take another step forward at the plate. Jordan Walker, more plates. Paul Goldschmidt is who he is. They've got Wilson Contreras behind the plate. And they've got some pitching going into the season this year. So I wouldn't be shocked if they uh, if they win 80, 84, 86 games, something like that, to get them into the playoffs. Right on the cusp all season is going to be Miami and San Francisco. Okay, well, LA, let me, let me, we got to have, and in baseball, every year there's a worst to first, or there's a team that comes out of nowhere that you're not expecting. My team this year is going to be San Francisco. Uh, I like the free agent signings. I'm, I'm not sure that they're even done. Um, yeah. You know, they might, they might have another trick up their sleeve, but I like the guy they brought over from Japan. I like the team that they've. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick San Francisco. Those are my, that's my kind of team that you don't see coming. It was between San Francisco, San Diego and Cincinnati. Those are my kind of three. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with San Francisco's going to come out of nowhere and, uh, be your third wildcard team in the national league. So you've got, uh, the Cubs versus San Francisco and then Philadelphia versus Arizona. And the wild card round, best two out of three. Who do you like? Well, I'm going to just say, I'll, I'll just give you my National League winner. And that way, it's, oh, okay. keep it, keep it, keep it simple. Uh, I, I believe after last year, I think we're going to see a clash of the Titans in the National League. Both teams that got upset, Atlanta and the Dodgers, meet head to head, and the Evil Empire Dodgers don't have enough to do what uh, to, to take out Atlanta. Maybe Atlanta doesn't win as many games. Maybe they don't set as many records, but as a team, I think that they learned something about themselves this year or last year and they write the ship. Atlanta goes Atlanta behind Acuna behind Strider uh, behind that uh, behind the uh, third base guy, Riley. Uh, I think they've got, a lot of what it's going to take. They put a lot of extra little pieces around them, around this team. And I think the urgency is going to be there. And I think the Dodgers just won't, <clears throat> won't be able to hit their way to a national league, to an, through, to an NLCS uh, championship. And so I'm going to go Atlanta comes out of the national league. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go in a little bit different direction. Mm. I think that you're going to end up seeing Philadelphia, versus Cincinnati in the uh, NLCS. And I think that you're going to see Philadelphia get back to the World Series this year. Pitching, 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 pitching. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I mean, they have enough. They have enough, and they're going to have a full year of Harper. Um, mm-hmm. but they're a good team. I like them. I think that uh, the Dodgers and the Braves fall on their faces again this year. And, mm-hmm. uh you know, it, it, jobs getting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, next year at this time we'll be we'll be talking about how they did a whole bunch again in the off season and what's it good what what happens. <laughs> All right. So there's there it is. We got our national league champions. We've got Atlanta from my end, and then we've got the Phillies uh from the Manimal. So it's gonna be an interesting season in the National League and as baseball goes they'll all probably prove us wrong. Uh, for all we know, you know, it, it, it could be some random team like the God forbid the Mets or the Padres finally put things together. 
uh, and, and you didn't see it coming. So baseball is fun. That's what makes baseball great. And I think a lot of uh, people uh, while listening to the show know exactly what we're talking about because the Rangers were that team last year. So you just don't know how it's going to go. So a lot of fun. You know, I love predictions. We'll put them together and make sure that we can uh, come back around at the uh, end of the season and see just how good we did. If you want to send us your predictions uh, via social media, that's TX Rangers WTB. You also know where you can find uh, Manimal on social media, and you can also find me on social media. Well, wherever you want to send them, tell us your predictions. Let us know what you, who you think is coming out of the National League. Who are the division winners? Who are your wild card, uh, wild card team? So, man, this is it. We're we're they were on the eve, baseball eve, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's here for us, and the Rangers will have us some news and some notes on on Thursday when we're back here talking to you again. Yeah, and I think we both. I'm just gonna speak for both of us. I think we both think that on Thursday there might. The Rangers might have some news to release on Thursday, and we might have to pop on and, and make sure we've got. We might even have to pop on to talk about it uh, if if we're not planning on doing an episode that night. So let's see what Rangers do, but let's get pitchers and catchers reported first. Uh, thank you for checking us out on our our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Thanks to all of our new subscribers this off season. Uh, on our exclusive content down the farm with the boys, we cover all things Rangers organization wide. And thank you. Truly. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform, weathering a little bit of kind of the storm uh, as things are kind of changing in the podcasting climate. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're noticing different ads and commercials during our, uh, during our podcast. And we want to thank all of those, uh, you know, those who support, who are supporting uh, our you know parent companies that 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 run these podcasts for us in terms of Apple and Spotify and Google and all the other uh, platforms that make this possible and and again thank you guys for being patient with us as we all kind of grow through this thing and and you know I'm glad it's now so that we can get uh, everything acclimated so when baseball season rolls we can start talking opening day we can be talking about that banner we can start talking about your defending World Series champion Texas Rangers. So, for the 300-pound animal, the little animal who has actually joined us mid-show, if you hadn't heard him back here, the little animal, uh, Baron, this is your boy Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Signing out.